Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. He could, yeah, that was the thing. I thought defense playing so well in the first half allowed us not to get too far behind where we had to um, just kind of scrap it and go two minute or get into different things to really uh, push the pace, and, and that, that helped. Um, we rushed the ball like that. Uh, we're a better football team, and I thought our O-line really battled a really good front all, all day. This is Cliff Kingsbury after the game with Paul Calvisi as the Cardinals beat the Panthers 26-16 to improve to 2-2 two and two on the season yesterday, and you can't have a real honest-to-God conversation about that game yesterday without talking about the defense, starting with the defense, propping the defense up for how they played. Now, I think we also have to have a conversation about how much of it was the defense and how much of it was just Baker Mayfield <laughs> sucking out loud. And, he's and, he's and, terrible. And he's, he's terrible. terrible. He looked awful yesterday. Oh, my he, God. He, he's so bad. I read a story this morning on Pro Football Talk, and I swear I'm not trying to take away from what the Cardinals mm-hmm. defense did because they were great yesterday. But I read a story today on Pro Football Talk that, look, Baker Mayfield basically took a pay cut and kind of bet on himself in Carolina that he'd yeah. be able to revive his career there. Yeah, he lost that bet. He's losing that bet. He's losing that bet. I mean, if Sam Darnold was available, he might even be replaced as the quarterback. He's he's just been terrible. He's got one of the, the worst quarterback ratings in the league. He's just, you know, he's got no connection. I mean, DJ Moore's such a great receiver. They can't get him the ball. Nope. I mean, it's just um, just really bad. The offense is how he was booed. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh, yeah. That wasn't the Carolina Panthers getting booed. That was Baker Mayfield think, getting you booed. You know what? I think it was on this play. Hold on just a sec. Mayfield's going to throw better in the air again, this time by Allen, and it's incomplete. Zach Allen got a hand up. The ball hits the ground incomplete. Cardinals take over on downs on the Panther 31, leading 20 to 10. Yeah, so yeah. You could hear it. You could hear yeah, it. That wasn't the only Baker one. Either. Mayfield. Oh, you got another one? Uh, let me find it real quick. Oh, oh, I thought you had it. Don't tease me like that, Mitch. For goodness hey, sake. Come on, Mitch. <laughs> that wasn't the only one. I'm like, I thought you had it right there. Yeah, there's a story on NBC Sports right now. Baker Mayfield's self-bet is going bust so far. Yeah. You know, that. You know that's the thing. I mean, he, uh, you know, he reduced his 17-game guaranteed salary in Cleveland from $20 million to about fifteen in order to get that trade done. He probably should have held on to the extra $5 million bucks. <laughs> Because he, he may never really make he may that. never make that. Well, back. this is it. I mean, for him, this is it. This is his last chance. I mean, you, you are. This was the season to prove that you're still a starter in this league. And if you don't prove it now with this Carolina backup forever, your career yeah. backup for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. Now you can still make good money as a backup in this league and have a fair, but a starter. This is it for you to prove it. I'll stick with I'll stick with Mayfield for a okay, second sure, before yeah, you yeah. go. He is uh, there's only two starters behind him as far as passer rating: Mitchell Trubisky, who may not be the starter much longer, and Justin Fields, who's terrible. Mayfield's completing 54.7 percent of his passes, average yard attempt six that's 26th in the league. Four touchdowns, three picks, 27th among all quarterbacks in yardage. I mean, he's terrible. And that's a reason why the Cardinals were able to get back in that game and win because Baker Mayfield's just no good. And neither is their coach and neither is their team. Nope. And I'm surprised Matt Rule still had a job this morning. And I think you're right about Sam Darnold. If he were available, I'm pretty sure he'd be the quarterback right now for Carolina. But he's not. So he's not. The Cardinals, meanwhile... Their defense, I get it. It was against Baker Bayfield. But boy, J.J. Watt looked good yesterday. And credit to him to playing through all those unique circumstances, dangerous circumstances, the, the, the scary circumstances he had all week. But for me, 
we're going to have a conversation about the Cardinals' defense so far this year, we have to talk about how Zach Allen needs a new contract stat. I mean, like now. Yeah. He's, he's part of the future. He's I don't I don't know if he's an elite player in this league, but he's a very very good pass rushing defensive lineman who holds his own, and he needs to be top of the list priority for the Cardinals to get re-signed before this. He season is an ends. unrestricted free agent, so let's talk about betting on yourself. Do you do it? If, if I'm Zach Allen, I'm not signing any contract extension right now. I'm looking at what Hassan Reddick, I'm looking at what other guys have done. Like, he's having, I mean, it's almost like, you know, in a, in a way, Hassan Reddick-like. You wait till the last year of your deal, you ball out and you play great. You're an unrestricted free agent. Now, they could tag you, but they're not going to tag him. No, they won't tag him. So, like, if I'm Zach Allen, you know what? I want to play this out. I want to see what's available in the NFL. So, they may want to sign him, but the problem, like, he was injured a lot. So, he didn't get it. Like, he hasn't been able to prove himself until this year. I might right now, four games in and the way he's playing, if I'm him, I may not want to sign a deal. Maybe. Unless, unless it's a deal that I feel is really, really fair market value for how I'm playing. Yeah, because as you've said many times, and you're you're not wrong. It's hard to say no to that first big contract. It is, you know. It's, it is. And, and the Cardinals come knocking on his door, and they offer him money, and, and you just it's hard to say no to your first really big guaranteed money contract, especially when as a player you know you've been hurt a lot, right? Like you know you, you, sure. you, you've you've been hurt a lot. I mean, he's he's missed some games over mm-hmm. the time because of his injury. That defense, and and to hit zoom out and say, okay, it's more than just the Panthers. Look at the last ten quarters this defense has played. They're giving up, and that includes 10 quarters plus overtime against the Raiders, okay? They're allowing the opposition to convert about 26% of their third downs. That's awesome. You look at the yards they're giving up, it averages out to about 227 per game. In those 10 quarters. In those 10 plus quarters. That's as good as anybody in a league in 10 quarters. Like, if you judged everybody's last 10 quarters, that's as good as it gets. 39 points in 10 quarters, which 10, 10 quarters plus the overtime against the Raiders, so basically 11 quarters. Yeah, that's two and a half games worth of football. You've been up 39 you points. You've up 39 points. I, I mean, they've, so that's beyond that's just the, how 15 awful, points and a half. Yeah, that's beyond just how off. No, it's 15. Less than that because you've got. I'm not good at math on that. No, no, you're right. It's close to 15 points a half. Yeah. 15? Yeah. One half. 30, second half. Half of 15 plus the overtime. Yeah, okay. 37 plus overtime, close to 40. Yeah. I I tried my best. <laughs> on behalf of our listeners, I think we should not do math on the fly. Yeah, I know. Every time we try, I, we wonder why I we're doing it. I gave it my best shot. Yeah, every, every time we do it, I wonder why we're doing it. Anyway, <laughs> did, did, I, it's like, yeah, I why, saw a tweet by you, this? though. You did some math, but it wasn't on the show. Well, give us on the show. I can do yeah, math when I'm not on the show. You did math when you weren't on the show. No, I can, I can right. do that. I can, I can handle that just fine. It's when we're not on the show that I struggle with something like that. Um, Zach Allen today on the pass rush. It's nice to see the kind of the production. You know, it's uh, getting there. I mean, 
you can talk about, you know, ball coming out fast or winning, hits, hurries, whatever it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're going for sacks. And, you know, I think we got two of those. And, again, like I said, you know, we definitely have, have a lot more, you know, in the tank. And um, we can definitely, uh, I think, you know, work towards six, seven, eight, nine, ten sack games. By the way, uh, in a completely unrelated story, Albert Pujols just hit number 703. Oh, man. According to the St. What a Louis. Great, what a great. Imagine if you had the Angels. Like, you let him go and he hits. Uh, like, imagine how many fans they would have had at their stadium if they just held on to him and he was. Now, he may or not have done this, but if he was chasing 700, you wouldn't have got You wouldn't have let Albert Pujols go. Nope. He hits number 703. He passes Babe Ruth on the all time RBI list with 2,216. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just, didn't know that. He just did that, too. Yep. Just hit one um, just moments ago. So, congratulations to him for 703. And here we were worried he was going to get to 700. He cleared that. No, no problem. problem. So happy he hit one in his final home game in St. Louis. Me too. That's cool. That was really cool. That's really cool. And I don't know about you, when these playoffs start, I am an unabashed 100% go St. Louis Cardinals fan. But what a collapse by the Mets. Oh, yeah. You lost all three to the Braves. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to play a three-game wild card. Mm-hmm. It's a three-game wild card. Three-game best of three. And then if you win, you get the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. luck with what that. Have that? fun. As Buck Showalter for you. <laughs> That's you know Buck. What? When in doubt, blame it on Buck. I hate That's Buck. I know you do. Kyle, so do I. Kyler Murray leads the Cardinals offense to success <laughs> when he's able to do at least this one thing. By now, we all know what the one thing is. So the question is, is he going to do it more moving forward? That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Here we go! Quick! Yeah! Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Burns, and he runs to the right side with Connor blocking. Murray is going to head to the end zone for six. Touchdown, Kyler Murray. Much more involved in the run game today. It pays off there. The Cardinals have a nine-point lead with the extra point pending after the pick by Gardak. Cardinals 2-2 two and two after their 26-16 win against the Panthers yesterday. We welcome you back into Burns and Gambo. And once again, if you're out there driving around in this dust storm, be careful out there. I I don't know what's going on around the rest of the valley. I'm getting tweets from people on the the west side. Uh, It's we're getting pounded here in the north, right? You've you you got it, Nawatuki too. Yeah, Chelsea just sent a video of like her going outside to go save the pool float. (laughs) She sent you a video. She lifts up the pool float like there's all debris in the pool. Like you better skim that. Like, watch well, this. She's sitting out there. She's got a home video. There she is. She showed me herself. And then she picks up the pool. And, like, look at all the debris. I'm like, you better skim that. You better skim that pool. Don't save it for me. How about just a thank you for saving the pool equipment stuff? You got to start giving orders while you're she at She got it? a float out of the pool. <laughs> you want me to thank her for that? She took the pool float out. My little floaty. Well, see, Whatever it is. Like, was your little floaty. Anyway. Skim that pool, wherever, honey. Wherever skim you that. are, if it's storming where you're at, be careful out there because it looks like it's been a nasty one. It looks all dark and stormy out our, outside our windows here. Kyler Murray, the four-year touchdown run. Kyler Murray, 12 rush attempts yesterday. Three of them were kneel downs, so really nine rush attempts yesterday. And yet the stat continues to be the stat. 
nine rushing attempts or more, and the Cardinals are now 12 and 1. It's so funny that this is be, I, I'm not saying we're the reason why this has become a thing, but in some ways, we kind of are the reason why this has become a thing because we brought up this stat last week. We accidentally discovered it, right? We just were sort of looking through stuff, and it was like, oh, and then Vinny Murata. He followed the, up the next day. He they followed up the next day with a much more detailed stat yeah. on it because he was listening to the show. We just accidentally, we were looking last week at Kyler Murray's rush attempts versus the Rams and how it always seems to be low against the Rams. It was four rush attempts last week. And then we looked and like, yeah, he's had some of his lowest rushing games of his career against the Rams. They've never won a game. They don't win, when when he, he, they don't win games when he rushes for four attempts or fewer. Well, and I, it, thought, I thought the incredible thing was the middle stat. There's three stats. Zero to four, five to nine, and then nine plus. I don't think any stat defines a player better than this stat. I truly like this is, is, and I'm not a big stat guy, right? I mean, I think stats could be slanted certain ways to back whatever argument you want to make, you know? But there is no denying the numbers on this. They are really bad when he doesn't run, really good when he runs a lot, and as mediocre as possible when he runs in the middle. Zero to four rushes. They're 0, 11, and 1. Five to nine rushes. They're 14 and 14. Ten plus rushes. They're now 10 and 1. Now, if you want to go even bigger and say nine or more rushes, they're now 12 and 1. Okay, so like okay. nine, you nine can, or more. You when can you, go, you can right. lump nine into the bigger category, and they're still twelve and one when he rushes nine times right. or more. Okay, so yeah, in the middle, it's it's. I mean, it's and not that that's the only reason why they're winning or losing these games, but obviously it's a big reason, and obviously, and that's why I wonder. When I hear Cliff Kingsbury today talk about changing what they do in practice and maybe. Rescripting the first 15 plays of the game. Yes, totally. I have to wonder if that's more design runs for Kyler early in the game. Because that seems to be a big part of why defenses kind of get soft against them, is that they're so concerned about Kyler Murray running the football. It's just a hunch. I don't know. But if Kyler running really is like the difference between winning and losing, or at least one of the major factors in it, wouldn't you want to do that a little earlier in the game to establish that as more of a threat early in the game? I mean, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to look at the... The first time they had the ball, pass to McBride, pass to Ertz, pass to uh, pass to Ertz. Let me see. Is this? Yeah, that was the first time they had the ball, right? So pass, 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 and then incomplete, right? Because you had the second and yeah, you went backwards. So yeah, are you looking so, for how many times he rushed? I'm in looking the first for half? rushing. I'm looking for rushes. So the second time he ran it four times in the first half. Second time, but when did he? But early, like I'm looking at the first plays of the game. The first place was a pass play to McBride. The second was a pass interference on Ertz. The second, so the second play was a pass to Ertz. The third play was an incomplete to Moore. Um, to Rondale Moore. Okay. There were three, there were three pass. The next time you had the ball, D. Will with a run, Eno with a run, Eno, Kyler got plus zero. So that was the first one. Second and five from the Carolina 14. Kyler Murray left tackle. Carolina 14, no gain. I'm looking at the, the, the official like play by play. So, but pass, 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 run, run, run. If you look at the first, the first series, pass, pass, pass. Okay. Next series, run, 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 run. I don't know. I don't. I mean, by, by I, my by, what I'm looking at, Gambo. Yeah, he ran it one time in the first quarter of the game. 
That was for zero yards. I, I've got Kyler Murray, one rush in the first quarter. One. Now, so we start talking. I'll play the soundbite I'm talking about. This is Cliff today on tinkering with practice to get better, faster starts. Here's what Cliff said. It's a month in, so you got enough sample size to know we probably got to do something different at this point, and so we'll uh, continue to, to tinker things with practice and, and how we start walkthroughs and practice and things of that nature, and then try to make sure that the first 10 or 15 plays have one that, that everybody are very confident in and, and can execute at a high level. That's the that last ten seconds there. Make sure we got the ten to fifteen and, plays that everybody's comfortable with, that everybody's happy everybody's with. Everybody's comfortable with. And, That's the, what I saw do with that. What I or listened to with that. So uh, he may be drawing up plays, but not having as much communication with his team on on what plays they want to run. Maybe what do we? And I would go to them. Listen, I'm failing here. I've got four games. I can't get it. What What do we got to run to get this ball moving and move the change? Yeah. What do we got to do? Because obviously, like if I'm Cliff, you know, forget about handing out game balls. I'd hand out my paycheck to Vance Joseph. That's what I'd hand out. <laughs> Vance, you get my paycheck. I get yours this week. Yeah, because you like you're winning games for us. I'm not. I'm not winning games for us. I got the ball at the five-yard line and I scored. I got the ball at the 30-yard line. I had two scored short fields. If I'm Cliff, I've got to get more input as to what's not working. Why? Like, go to your guys and say, what plays do you really, really love that you think we're highly successful on? I might give myself a homework assignment tonight. I might go back at the first four games and look and see how many times Kyler Murray ran the football in the first quarter of those games. If they haven't scored a point in the first quarter so far. And if we're all complaining about slow starts, I wonder if there's like a marriage of, okay, we know they're 12-1 and when Kyler runs the ball nine times or more, right? We've established that. They win games when he runs. They lose games when he doesn't. Is there a correlation between the slow starts and Kyler not running as much in the first quarters of these games? He only ran it once yesterday against Carolina in the first quarter. He only ran it four times total against the Rams in week three. If I go back and look at the play-by-play logs of the first four games of the Cardinals. I bet, I bet I'm going to find Kyler Murray has run the ball maybe five times, six times in the first quarters of the first four games. And I wonder if that's what they're going to change. Well, if that's true, and I don't know that it is, but if it's true, that would make me think, it would make me think that they probably want to try to see if they can win without Kyler running. Exactly. And then when they figure out that Bingo. they can't, then they, they'd rather not have him take the hits and go out and run. And I think that might be So it. we're going to try to win without Kyler running. And okay, now we need Kyler to run. So uh-huh. if you're right, that's what I would think it is. I, I, might, I might look for that, I bet, as the Rams are on the board. 39-yard field goal by Matt Gay. They're up 3 nothing. You. Trust me, you want the Rams to win. Oh, San Francisco. I, I, you, you changed my mind. I know. You got I know, me I'm on saying, this but, one, but, right? but already, but our... our uh, I wasn't, I wasn't like people. married to my point of view on this. Married? I wasn't. I was okay. very, I was very, I okay. think you want the Rams to win. Convince me. I don't, you know, you, you get way more wrapped up in the early season. Who do you root for? Who do you not? Scenarios probably. than I do. Yeah, you get really wrapped up in that. It yeah. was, <laughs> I, would you agree? I mean, it, not in, in not in any other sport except for football because the, like we're they quarter of the season I, over. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm with twenty five percent of the season but, over. But when everybody's three and one, two or two or one and three, there just hasn't been a lot of separation. But that's why yes. you kind of look at what matters. At yeah. least I do. All right, Texas, your thoughts. The FanDuel text line is open right now at six twenty six twenty. When we come back, it was a week full of questions for JJ Watt. We didn't know this was going on, but it was. Boy, did he have a great response on Sunday. 
today in multiple ways. That's coming up on the Burns and Gambo Show. Big Red Monday and Burns and Gambo on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. A big red Monday here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We'll talk about J.J. Watt and, um, in his words, it's been a week. What a week it was for J.J. We'll talk about that in 30 seconds. I did look it up during the break, Gambo. Okay. 24 rushing attempts so far this year for Kyler. Four have taken place in the first quarter. Four. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen. So if it was on, so if you were averaging four a quarter, you would have a total of sixteen. You're saying he has twenty four. He has twenty four total rushing attempts this year. Four, so one sixth of his rushing attempts okay. have taken place in the first quarter. Yeah, so twenty are in the second, third, and yeah. Fourth so quarters. he's basically okay. averaging one rush. Per first quarter per game, okay, and, I mean, and it could be it and, very well could be that they want to see if they can get going without him having to run. They don't. Yeah. I'm sure they don't want him to run and take the risk of getting you know pounded and uh, and hurt. So that could be why they don't run the ball very much with him early in the game. I wonder what Lamar Jackson's numbers are when it comes think, to yeah, that. Right, I like he's I don't think they care. He's uh, they and but maybe there's an argument to be made that making Kyler not all the way like Lamar Jackson, but a little more like Lamar Jackson would be beneficial, especially early. If they're rethinking their approach to early in games and they have success when Kyler runs the football, I just can't help but to wonder if there's a correlation between the two and maybe he runs more earlier in these games. Anyway, on to J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt had he had a hell of a week. Great drop back and throw to the right. Batted again by J.J. Watt incomplete. J.J. Watt has a couple of batted balls. Zach Allen has three. He sent out a tweet before the game. He had a great game yesterday, two batted passes down. He's had a great season so far. He was a terror on the field. He tweeted out at 9.15 in the morning yesterday, I was just told somebody leaked some personal information about me, and it's going to be reported on today. I went into AFib on Wednesday, had my heart shocked back in the rhythm on Thursday, and I'm playing today. That's it. Yeah. Now you 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 don't know. I don't know much about this, right? I'm not in a medical field or a doctor or anything like that. But you you know when you looked into it, and I kind of tried to find some stories and stuff. With a and it was a great story in the Athletic about what is atrial fib- fibrillation? Is it safe for JJ Watt to play? They said, look, AFib is a common type of heart arrhythmia. Heartbeat becomes irregular and often beats too fast. The coordinated movements of the heart's chamber are off because of electrical. Signal disturbances. There's nothing structurally wrong. And as far as heart issues go, this one isn't too concerning. They say it affects about 5 million people in America each year. So it's a very common thing. But still, like anytime something with your heart, make it, if you don't know this information, somebody tells you, hey, we got we to gotta shock your heart. To, like, oh, you're scared to death. Of course. You're of scared course. to death. You don't want to have a heart attack or a stroke or you don't want to die. And, you know, so that, you know, if you don't know much about it, you're, you're probably very scared. When you first hear about, he got very emotional yesterday after the game talking. For months, we've been looking at ultrasounds of our baby boy, and uh, they're all extremely happy. And then, yes, Thursday we were looking at ultrasound of my heart. Um, It was it was very tough. It's it's been it's been a week. It's been a week, but uh, happy to be here. Happy to.
he was really emotional yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say, quote, I've had injuries before. I've had surgeries before. I've never been nervous. I've never been scared of anesthesia. I've never been scared of surgery. I've never been scared of pain. But when they told me they were going to put me out and shock my heart, I was scared. Yeah. And I could see why. I, of course, every, anybody would be. San Francisco just took the lead. 32-yard touchdown run by Jeff Wilson. Oh. 49 is up over the Rams. It'll be 7-3 to three if they kick the extra point. Um, yeah, I was looking at Braves closer. Kenley Jansen had undergone a procedure three different times. Um, I think, wasn't it something like he couldn't travel because of it? I believe Kenley so. Kenley Jansen, that sounds I can't right. remember that. It's a good memory. Yeah, yeah. they also said Larry Bird and Billie Jean King. But the, with the Braves closer, Kenley Jansen underwent a procedure three different times. I think that prevented him from traveling. I'm not sure. Um it's it, obviously it's something that, you know, he was able to play. He probably checked with a lot of different people to make sure he was. Yeah. Apparently there was no risk for him after they got him back in rhythm. There was no risk that he could be injured or something could happen to him. And he checked with a bunch of different people and he was able to play. And that's just the type of guy he is. I Look, I think... That there's a lot of players in this league that even after they checked with people and heard you're still safe to play, they probably would have said, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. I'm going to think about this. You know, before I go back to play. But J.J. Watt is that type of guy. He's going to get up. If he can help his team, he's going to go out there and play. Look, you said it so well earlier in the show, so I don't want to steal it from you. We can sit here and talk about whether it was worth it to sign J.J. Watt, whether the risk of him getting injured is worth the the amount of money they're paying for him, whether they're getting their money's worth out of J.J. Watt because he misses so many games. You can never, ever, ever, ever question how badly the guy wants it. No, I mean, you just can't. I mean, the question is hard, his determination, his ability to want to play the game and help never he may he he's off to a good start this year yes you know and when that contract's over we'll sit there and we'll justify it we'll say okay over two years what, what did we think was the contract worth it or not i mean he he has missed a bunch of games so far with the cardinals but um so far this year he's playing good and whether the contract was worth it or not he has got a lot of intangibles that you can't really measure with jj watt but man nobody would have came back and played in that playoff game against the rams last year outside of him no. he might be the only guy in the league that would have fought so hard to get back and play in that he game knocked down two passes at the line of scrimmage yesterday for the season. He's got two sacks, two quarterback hits, two tackles for loss, three passes defense. He's been really, really good. He missed, obviously, the opener against the Chiefs. Uh, they're 2-1. and one. I guess if you want to look at it that way, they're 2-1 and one since he's returned to the lineup uh, and and has played very, very well. He's, he's so tough. He wants it so bad. He wants to be out there so bad. And he did. He said, and to the Cardinals' credit, I, I noticed, I was wondering how the Cardinals handled Handled this on their injury report. They added illness to his injury report during the week. Nobody really noticed it because I think it was a calf that always keeps JJ from at least so far this year that has kept him from not practicing. Interesting. But yeah. on Thursday, the Cardinals did add illness next to his name on the injury report. So they did, as far as the league is concerned, they handled their business in the appropriate way by making sure they labeled it in the right way. Now, I don't know if this would have even gotten out if somebody hadn't leaked it, right? Because he said that it would kind of... I he like, was pissed. Uh, yeah. He was pissed. Yeah, he, like he was, medicals... He, listen, I mean, there's a everybody should have a right to privacy for their own medical stuff. They, should, I, they believe that. Everybody should have a right to privacy. If you want people to know about what's going on with you, that's fine. If you don't want people to know 
know, then that's fine too. And he probably wanted to keep that quiet, and somehow it got out. Yeah, he he even said after the game, look, if it's something about my ankle, something about my shoulder, my elbow, I don't care if that gets out. I, that I, that's a leak. But this this was something. Yeah. to the very tight circle of people who knew about it was something everybody knew. I wanted kept very very quiet, and somebody broke that trust, and I, and I'm not happy about it. I'm paraphrasing here, but that's basically what he said. Uh, real quick, uh, a word about Will Hernandez, who apparently is not going to be suspended for bumping into the referee. I read that earlier today on Twitter. I I think everybody got real touchy with him getting kicked out of that game yesterday. He did not. He needs to be a little bit better about it, but he there was no intent. There was no... He wasn't trying to hit the referee. He wasn't trying to knock him on his butt. He was going to defend a teammate, and I hated that he got ejected from that game. I didn't feel like he deserved it at all. I didn't either, but there are some people that feel like, you know, he should be fine. He's got to know better. You're short. You got to know you can't do that. Look, I'm all for sticking up for your teammates. I am. And I don't... It wasn't like he ran through the referee to get nope. to him. Like, he he absolutely tried to get around the referee to get to him, and then it would have just been offsetting penalties. And But instead, because he hit the referee, he got ejected from the game. I don't think he should have been ejected. He barely grazed the official. The official didn't even go down. Okay? So, I, but I, listen, I, I get it. Like, I get it. They're kind of shorthanded, pews out. Like, you don't want guys to be out. Could have cost you the game. I understand that. But I'm, all, I'm big on sticking up for your teammates. Grammy award-winning Muse is headed to Desert Diamond Arena on April 2nd of 2023. Tickets go on sale this Friday. You can win a pair now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. I believe Vinny Murata is a big Muse fan, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. When we come back, some of the biggest stories of week four of the NFL weekend. And then, of course, our final thoughts on yesterday's Cardinals game. That's all next on the Burns and Gambo Show. 98.7 FM. Arizona's sports station, Burns and Gambo. What's on tonight? All right, you got Diamondbacks baseball on tonight. It's a 1-1 game in the bottom of the fourth. I believe Cooper Hummel hit a solo home run for the Diamondbacks. And so they are in Tommy Henry's final start. Good, he's pitching well. Yeah, he's pitching well. Good. well against the Brewers lineup that. right now. And uh, I'll be the Brewers are hanging by a thread. The, the magic number for the Phillies to clinch the final wild card spot is two. So any combination of Phillies wins and Brewers losses. There's not much hope for the Brewers to get that last spot, but the Diamondbacks can end their season depending on what they do. And this is the final three games of the season, so we'll see how things go there. Again, a 1-1 game in the bottom of the fourth. That game can be heard on ESPN 620. And Monday Night Football, a good one. Uh, Gambo's got the world convinced you should absolutely root for the LA Rams tonight. They're losing 7-3 to the San Francisco 49ers at the start of the second quarter. Um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo already has more yards passing in this one than he did last week against Denver. <laughs> He's got 59 yards so far. Jeff Wilson, a 32-yard touchdown run. Matt Gay, a 39-yard field goal. And it's the 49ers up 7-3 over the Rams going. Yeah, you know, 49ers lose this game. They're 1-3. They're the bottom dwellers in the NFC West. Um, now, if the 49ers win this game, we got a four-way tie. Everybody's two and two. <laughs> Everybody's two and two. Yeah. So I understand the argument. If you want the Rams to win, you know, you're kind of looking at it like I am. Like, you're not going to win a division anyway, but try to bury San Francisco so the Cardinals can stay ahead of the 49ers. But if the 49ers win and everybody's tied and this whole division's up for grabs and you got a chance to win the NFC West. I yep. get it. That's what's on tonight. Looking around the NFL, and we'll probably spend a little more time on this tomorrow, and certainly we'll start looking at the Eagles 
Bills tomorrow. But maybe one of the big surprising things to come out of the week that was in the NFL is that NFC East, 3-1 and Dallas Cowboys, 3-1 and New York Giants, 4-0 and Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know how long it's going to last, especially with the New York Giants. I do think I, I might have underestimated Dallas a little bit. Their defense, their defense is good, man. They made Carson Wentz's life hell yesterday. They yeah. get after dudes. Yeah, and let's look. This Cooper Rush is actually doing a pretty good job. Yep. I think I read something. A first 4-0 start for a Cowboy. Um, ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. I'm just trying first. to see if these notes. I got some notes here. Cooper Rush became the first quarterback in Cowboys history to win each of his first four career starts. There you go. No Dak Prescott. Now, they'll get Dak back at some point, but Cooper Rush has done a pretty good job. No, you're right about their defense. I mean, there's, there's no question. I mean, their defense is, you know, you look at the Eagles, the Cowboys have given up less points than the Eagles have this year. Like, their points against is lower than the Eagles. As a matter of fact, I believe they have the, the outside of the 49ers who are playing now, we don't know what they're going to do. The Cowboys have given up the least amount of points in the NFC outside of the 49ers who are playing right now. Wow. Yes, that's their defense. That's impressive. They forced true turnover, true turnovers yesterday. Washington all day. Dinkin and Duncan offensively. Um, the, yeah, the, who's going to be the new quarterback for Washington? It's Carson Wentz. It's not going to be him much longer. I don't longer. know, but you know what? He's getting like, he got, how many times he gets sacked last week? Like nine? Like yeah. he's getting killed out there. Yeah, he is He is getting killed out there. Um, so that happened in the NFL yesterday. You would think quarterback changes. I mean, we already saw one in Pittsburgh. There's probably more coming maybe in New Orleans, maybe eventually in Carolina when Atlanta. they get Sam Darnold back. Atlanta, Atlanta with, with, Mariota. with Mariota. New yeah. Orleans, I think, you know, maybe New Orleans, may, you know, Atlanta as well with Mariota. I, you know, the, the Steelers, I think, are making that change. Yep. So I think the Steelers are going to make that change. So yeah, you're going to see. And then Carolina, like this, so there's at least four teams that are on the verge of having to make quarterback changes. And something else I didn't realize: yeah. when the Bills were down twenty to three in the first half, Josh Allen had never won a game in his career down by seventeen or more in his entire. And I know it's a young career; it's an early career. That's the biggest comeback in the history of of Josh Allen, and a lot of it comes down to a big time decision to go for it on fourth yeah. down and not kick a field goal, which I know John Harbaugh is taking a lot of grief about. Sure, yeah, I mean Lamar throws that interception and that. That whole game changed right there. No, so far, I mean, it's 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 been an interesting start to the NFL season. I mean, Trevor Lawrence lost four fumbles yesterday, and I mean, Geno Smith is like the well, he has some of the best numbers of any quarterback in the NFL. It's crazy. Geno Smith is the highest completion percentage of any quarterback, yeah. you know, in the league in the first four four games ever, ever. It is crazy to think about what's happened. We are at the end of the show, which means it's time to give you our final thoughts. Arizona's Sports Station. It's the Burns and Gambo two-minute warning. Final thoughts on yesterday's Cardinals game. I'll start our two-minute warning here on the Burns and Gambo show. Nothing perfect about yesterday at all. In fact, you could make an argument as Gambo has a large chunk of why the Cardinals won that game yesterday was because they were playing Carolina, and Carolina is as bad as they are. But I do continue to believe that at the end of the day, 3-3, three and three, and you get DeAndre Hopkins back, 
is the most important part of this equation this season for the Cardinals. Can they play better? They better play better. They need to play better. There's been nothing about how they've played that's given a lot of confidence moving forward. But man, one and a half weeks from right now, they play the Seattle Seahawks. And if they can get a win there, they'll be 3-3 three and three and get DeAndre Hopkins back. And when they do that, they can reinvent their offense and maybe start winning the games the way we're used to seeing that around here. And that is the most important part. All right, for me, we we love Steve Kimes' trades. The drafts we have questions with, but the trades, trades are really good. Hollywood Brown is delivering. Six more catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. Plus, don't forget that huge pass interference call that he got on that bomb from Kyler Murray. He got it on C.J. Henderson. Overall, Hollywood Brown's on pace for 128 receptions for 1,441 yards. He has been good for the Arizona Cardinals. He has been fantastic for the Arizona Cardinals. And just imagine how good he's going to be when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And then defenses are going to start to have to make choices as to who they cover and who they guard. Yeah, I know statistically Hollywood Brown had a better game last weekend. I thought yesterday was his crowning achievement as a member of the Cardinals so far four games in. That is going to do it for us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We will see you tomorrow straight up 2 o'clock right here on 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Have a great night, everyone.